You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly pop and geek culture show covering movies, TV, games, and comics. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that has already put 9-1 into our phones in case of emergency. Because, <laughs> uh, stunts later in the show. Yeah, yeah, this is a teaser for later in the show. You want to stick around for the second half, that's for darn sure. Spicy content. Oh, very spicy content. Uh, I'm Sam. I'm Josh. I'm Cody, and my stomach already hurts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, appreciate you sticking around with us here. We have a bunch of uh, things we're going to be talking about, including some Super Bowl movie trailers and uh, some other cool stuff. But first, probably the only cool thing on this show today. But um, because of the heat. Because of the heat. But first, let's talk about some things we've been checking out. Check it out! All right, so yeah, who has uh, things that they've been doing this week? Uh, on Valentine's, uh, Samantha and I watched the 1981 classic My Bloody Valentine. Oh, nice! Oh, the original one, huh? Yeah. All right. It was about what you would expect from a movie of that vintage of that genre. Sure. <laughs> I didn't know it was so heavy on mining. It is it is very minor centric and not yeah. like the not like the underage. It's like the the actual coal miner type. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. you said that and it just made me think of that scene from Galaxy Quest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it, it's a it's a slasher of the time uh, with a vague Valentine's Day theme. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was made around the time where holiday themed horror horror films. movies were a big deal. So uh, I still think Jack Frost is my favorite one. <laughs> mm. Uh, it's Jaws if the shark was a miner who was mad. Yeah, sure. Because it's very much like. You can't have the Valentine's Day dance now because the crazy miner's back. And so, it's, so it's also like, we gotta do the dance. <laughs> it's also kind of flash dance. Yeah, <laughs> or not flash dance. Um, what is dirty dance? Footloose. 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 That's the one. Nobody puts miner in the corner <laughs> <laughs> unless he's mining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In case that's unless that's where the ore is. Yeah. In fact, that is the only place they put the miner. <laughs> oh. It's it's the Minecraft movie. It is, it, yeah. That's what that's, the Minecraft movie is gonna be. Minecraft, yeah. Wouldn't oh, that be wild? Oh <laughs> no! Wouldn't it be, be wild if that were the actual? Yeah, yeah no. I'm uh, tired. It's Hero, it's Hero Brian. Is the, yeah, that's it. Is yeah, the murder guy. That's, that's the oh one. my god! That's yeah. a thing I've heard of that's before. A, that's a thing. I, I it's assume. always in the patch notes. Yeah, it's always in the patch notes. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, I was expecting more Valentine, and it was more about mining. Yeah. No, yeah. Now you gotta watch the the, the dumb remake. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they cancel the Valentine's Day dance, and then all the teens. Well, they're not teens really. They're, they're like twenty like year old young adults. Yeah. yeah, are like, well, we'll have a party at the mine, which is just already a brilliant idea, even if there wasn't a murderer in town. Uh, yeah, you can get like a cave in or whatever. Yeah, it, it's a With mine. Their raucous dancing. Yeah, gyrate the the rocks away <laughs> from the wall. And there's like a subplot about like two guys fighting over one girl and the girl gets no say in it. As was the style of <laughs> exactly. at the time. It's like yeah. hilarious how how awful it is about uh-huh. that. Like Yeah. 
Uh, uh, but yeah, it was a thing, and like, not bad. Okay, it, it yeah. was it was about what I expected, what I what I expected going into it, and I feel like the the kills were pretty mediocre it feels like they probably had to cut a bunch of stuff probably out. for the mpaa well i yeah. know the i know the remake is basically gore porn it's just it's which was was, no. which yeah. was the style of the time which was the style yeah. of the time yeah, <laughs> yeah the remake was yeah that was around like hostile time yeah. it was so, yeah. Yeah. everything had to be real gross real hardcore yeah i don't know i like my movie gore to be like over the top cartoony and, almost yeah, yeah yeah almost cartoony not like realistic less nasty. saw more chopping mall Yes. I was just getting ready to say, you smell like pepperoni. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, uh, hol- uh, holiday-themed horror movies, <laughs> Blood Rage. That's not cranberry sauce. It was a Thanksgiving movie? It was a Thanksgiving movie. Huh. They were they were at Thanksgiving dinner when he starts going after all the... And, and, and the ensuing thing was his mother started dating a new guy, and the guy was a so homicidal maniac oh. and was like no you can't so he goes on a on a blood rage because his mom starts dating a person you're not yep. my real dad exactly. the movie stab, yeah. stab, stab. basically yeah but it was it was during thanksgiving there's in fact an entire scene where the mother is very verklempt that her boyfriend had just died and she is sitting in front of a, the refrigerator just taking handfuls of Thanksgiving leftovers and just oh ramming God. them in her ball. Yeah. The best Thanksgiving horror movie is The Pilgrim. The Pilgrim? Which is, it's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. It's about, uh, it's been a while since I've watched We're it. We're a few months removed from talking yeah, about Thanksgiving movies. But, but there's, enough, there's enough content here to glean from it. It's all right. <laughs> like, a family's kids are acting up, so they hire a pilgrim reenactor <laughs> to give him that the hard old country life, and he he's like crazy. Oh, okay. And it, it was it says it's based on a true story, and uh, there's a like a picture at the end of the family with a pilgrim. Oh boy! And like okay. I wa- I want to know like the, the real story, the real story behind it. See when you when you were explaining the premise, I was thinking of uh, Arrested Development with the guy with the one arm that they constantly <laughs> that's, hire. That's why you leave a note. That's why you leave a note. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, whenever uh, like whenever a really over the top horror movie says based on true events, and it's always like the most like barely anything. But a lot of times it's oh, just sure. a straight up lie. Like, yeah, or a straight up lie. Up. Yeah. Like yeah. Texas Chainsaw said it's based on a true story. It's not. It's not. It's like uh, uh, there was a crazy person that lived inside a house. Woo, that's it. Yeah. Or there was there was that one movie called The Possession or something, but it was about like that Jewish Dybbuk box or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then it ha- carries a curse with it or something. Yeah. And they said that was based on a true story. The only true story was there was a box that had a story and it all turned out to be fabricated. <laughs> right. So it's like, I can't ever trust a based on true events horror movie. Oh yeah, no, definitely not. Uh, well, no. you know, it's not based on true events. The uh, The third and probably worst Thanksgiving horror, movie. Movie, horror movie, Thanksgiving. Ohio's. Hey, Ohio's own. Fame. Yeah. Hey, Thanksgiving is a classic. Yeah. There, it's, it's right up there with tire. There was a local high school oh, teacher. Rubber? Oh, rubber, yeah. yeah. There was a local county high school teacher who was one of the stars of Thanksgiving. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> e- Eli Roth's Thanksgiving movie is going to be on Netflix here. Oh, in a yeah, that's days. right. Yeah. You know, Eli Roth, he's, he's fine. It, it looks like uh, Pilgrim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Josh, have you done anything this week? Any cool stuff? I played the demo for Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Hey, Yay. I also did that. Nice. All right. Yeah. Spe- it's all, it's speak all, on this. It's only like, I don't know. Five yeah. puzzles. All of its meager three or four levels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it was fine. Mario doesn't have the the momentum that I would like him to have. Oh, yeah. Okay. But yeah. but that's also the nature of the Mario versus Donkey Kong. It's supposed to feel more like Donkey Kong and less like Super Mario. Super Mario. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's supposed to feel a little more like classic Donkey yeah. Kong. Yeah. Gotcha. But it but even there, plays the old theme too. Yeah. There's. But there's still an adjustment, especially if you've just come off like Mario Wonder or whatever. Yeah, like, it's it's different. These are the ones with like the little wind up little toy, toy Mario's, yeah. Mario's I right? I don't get those either. Why I don't either. that's the story? Unless that's the excuse for them to move as clunkily as they do or whatever. I don't know. I don't understand why Donkey Kong wants them. That's the whole plot. Like, there's a there's a great uh, CG animated intro for it mm. where Donkey Kong sees the mini Mario commercial. toys. Yeah, oh. he sees the commercial for the toy, and he really wants one. Goes to the toy store, and they're sold out. So Donkey Kong gets mad, sees the factory across the street, and steals them all. Okay. Well, that is kind of weird. Yeah, like, why does he want a Mario toy? I don't... He would want a Peach toy. Or a or Pauline. A, or a Pauline toy. Or yeah. just you know, banana. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't get his motivation. Again, I I know I've said this off off mic before. Nintendo's neglect of the Donkey Kong franchise fills me with a lot of sad and rage. I I like to anytime they bring Mario and Donkey Kong together. Again. Well, it, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's classic. It's mm-hmm. it's you know it's. The the one of the classic ri- rivalries of all time. Right. And, well, it's yeah. like the first one. Yeah, it's yeah. like one of the first ones. Yeah, I mean Mario. Would do- the original Donkey Kong was Mario's first nemesis, way before Bowser, way before any of that. When yeah. he was just Jumpman <laughs> before Wart. Every everyone, <laughs> Wart. Everyone's favorite Mario character, Wart. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm kind of surprised they haven't tried to shoehorn Wart into anything else. He is in Link's Awakening. He's in Link's Awakening, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I yeah. forgot that about was, that. That was the last appearance of Wart was the Link's Awakening remake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he hasn't been in a Mario game since the original Mario 2. Well, Mario 2. Well, yeah. he's a dream. He's some sort of dream being. Yeah, so it makes is. sense. Oh, makes sense that's that there. true. It makes yeah. sense true. for him to be in Link's Awakening. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think of. You know, I actually never really thought about that. Mm-hmm. Huh? He goes by his Japanese name, Mamu, in uh, Link's Awakening. Yep. Oh, that's why I never put it together. All right, that makes sense. <laughs> that game was weird. It had like that guy from uh for who the frog the frog the bell tolls or whatever. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, that, that game is really good. Too. Uh, is it? I've never yeah. I've never played it. It's it's basically Link's Awakening without the combat. Okay. Like all the combat is based on you having the right item for the fight. Like if your sword isn't strong enough, you're just gonna immediately lose. Oh. So it's more of like kind of an adventure game. Okay. Okay. Interesting. But it, it it's good. It's different and it's good. Yeah. If you can find a way to play that on your Game Boy, I would recommend it. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. 
Uh, so one thing I did, um, this is a physical thing that I went and did. I went roller skating for the first time in many years, 15 ish years. Man, I don't have the balance. I don't remember the last time I strapped on some roller skates. I tell you what, it took a little getting used and getting back into the swing. And this was the first time I did roller skates instead of blades. I all growing up, it was always rollerblades because that's the radical. Cool, that's that, the radical. Well, that cool was the thing. time. Yeah, yeah was the which time. was the style of the time, yeah. of course. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, Jordan, uh, past guest of the show, Jordan Taylor and I, we went uh, roller skating. It was part of her Christmas present. She wanted to get back into it. I was surprised at how many people, both young and old, were at the roller rink. It was what, 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 what? so we went to Skate Seventy One, oh, Skate, Skate Zone, Zone yeah. Skate Zone Seventy One. Where's that at? It's on Seventy One in Columbus. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I must say that's a long stretch of highway. You got to be way more specific. I here. mean, it's very, it's a very large building right there, and it says Skate Zone. It's yellow. I almost never take Seventy One anymore. Okay, fair enough. Samantha took uh, roller derby, a uh, roller derby clinics there a couple times. Nice, nice. I remember that because. Uh, we dropped her off and then we went to 16 bit to kill time before yeah. picking her up. I remember that. That was that was a good time. Uh, no, we uh, we went and um, roller skated for about three hours, and there were some older gentlemen that were very, very, very good. <laughs> like the whole skating backwards, flexing skating on everyone, skating backwards, doing the dance, shimmying around. You know the whole the whole thing. And there are a bunch of little kids. They're all ages. And there were plenty of adults who were much worse than we were, <laughs> who were hugging the hugging the rails. I guess Zoomers does like adult skate nights. And we stuff. Were, we looked into that, and apparently, yeah, they do. And we are kind of interested in the Zoomers BYOB. Oh, nice! Yeah, adult the, skate party. The last time I went to Zoomers, it was still cold. Rollerama. Rollerama. And I. Played the next generation pinball game. Nice. Oh, nice. I nice. didn't know they had that there. That was a long time well, ago. Probably don't anymore. A very long time ago. Yeah. I feel like I they used to have uh, Joe and Mac. They had. They did the have day. Joe and Mac, the caveman yeah, game. Caveman Ninja. Yeah. Yeah, they had that. Did they have a fighting game there? I thought they had like Capcom versus Marvel or something like that they, at one point. They could have. I, I don't know. Yeah. So I remember playing a lot of something like that there. But yeah, Joe and Mac, they had they had the pinball machines. They had a couple other machines. Yeah. I, I've never been able to get skating, even like rollerblading. Like I had a pair and I was I'll, I did it a little bit and almost kind of got it. But I've never <laughs> been. I don't know if it's because of like the extremely, extremely minor cer- cerebral palsy that I have makes it extra hard or what. But I've I mean, never been able well, to do it. I feel like with rollerblades, the boot is solid. Like it's more like a ski boot yeah. rather than like a, uh, like a shoe, a shoe rather than wheels, a shoe with wheels. Yeah. Or like, you know, I had a pair of very old vintage roller skates that were like boots that were like halfway up my calf. Oh, nice. <laughs> those okay. are made of leather and they were yeah. flexible. Yeah. So you could, you know, it, it, feel, it does, it does contextually feel different. Plus yeah. with a roller skate, you're stopping with your toe I versus was, a roller blade where you're stopping with your heel. I was just going to say, I almost wiped out a couple times because I tried to oh, stop yeah. with my heel <laughs> rather work. than your toe. Instead of my toe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got closer with roller blades, but never really got the hang of it. Yeah. No, I, ro- I rollerbladed a lot. In fact, fun fact about, about Sam was in Boy Scouts. One of my merit badges was rollerblading. 
Nice. Radical. So I'm I I had the badge. I had I did the things you that know, they did. Yeah. I think back like when we were younger and how everybody and everything within our age demographic was all about, you know, X games and stuff like that. It was the, Man, yeah, it was the cool sick. thing. It was sick. Yeah, it was. It we was had, tubular. We had skateboarding. Totally tubular. We had, you know, rollerblading. Some people got on razor scooters and did some wild stuff. It was gnarly. <laughs> got on a razor scooter and busted your ankle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Something else. Uh, so, did you have anything else? No, I'm done. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, so, Valentine's Day also coincides with me and my wife's you know, getting together anniversary. Sure. You know, yes. uh, when we started dating. Yes. So it's been like six years now. We went to Columbus as per generally our, yeah. you know, like tradi- you do. Uh, so we went, we went and had lunch and did, you know, our typical stuff. But then I looked up something else fun to kind of do. I found a cat cafe. Oh, it's there on 23. Yes. Or high street. Yeah. Well, there's a couple in Columbus, but I, I went to the first, the first pop-up yeah. I looked which, at. Yeah. Which yeah. one? It's called, it was called Bubble Kitty. That's the one on, on High Street. It's the one on High Street. There, yes. There's one that you have to have a reservation. I feel like that's all of them. Oh. But this one, yeah, you had to schedule a block to be in the room with the cats. Okay. Unfortunately, they didn't have any open slots when we went in. Mm. Or else we would have had to wait till like to, four to, o'clock. Oh, gotcha. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm not hanging out that long. Yeah. But... I did get a, we did get some drinks and you but know, were were the drinks good? Cause, oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, every, Jordan and I when we go down down that way, I always say, hey hey, do you want do you want to go get some tea with some cats? <laughs> Kitty Bubble Cafe and Bar. Kitty Bubble Bubble is Cafe. What it's called. Yes, yeah. And they the have the most adorable cups. Oh, that's cute. That's cool. I like yeah, it. The, they have cat ears oh, on. Oh my them. god, yeah, that is adorable. Yeah, all right. Um, but yeah, it's dig it. you walk in. And it's like getting slapped in the face with like every Cats. cat kawaii aesthetic you can think of. Oh, sure. All yeah. the chairs are like cat shaped, like with cat faces with mm-hmm. ears. Uh, everything is pink and everything is bright. And then the one wall outside of having one big window at, a, at like a sit down bar, you can look into the room and see. But there's all these little domed windows that the cats can get up in and like. Oh, climb like around and see, stuff. See yeah. you while you're sitting in the booths. So yeah. there's there's stuff to do even if you don't make an appointment. Yeah, I mean, about as much as watching a cat through a window can be. Yeah, I mean that's that's, that's fine. I'm, I'm good yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they had and they also do like you know adoption, you know possibilities sure. and yeah. things like that. Um, yeah, it wasn't bad. the The drink I had was good. They also have alcohol. Oh, this is a cafe and bar. Get, oh. dr- get drunk with and, cats. And they have cat. And they have. Cattails. Uh, so, uh, uh, I don't know if that's what they call them, but I just came up with that joke. They oh, sh- I, I thought I was going to say that would be very good. I they thought should've. for sure that they did. I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, but yeah, it was. Yeah, it's. It was interesting. It was fun. I was like, I'm glad this is here. Oh, it's cool. like in a little plaza. It's just within Worthington. Yeah. Uh, just past that vintage Dairy Queen. Right. Um, <laughs> the vintage Derek. When I took a photography class at OSUM, mm-hmm. the photography professor was like, "Do not take any more pictures of that Dairy Queen. I see so many pictures of that dairy, the neon sign on that Dairy Queen, and I'm tired of it." <laughs> Wait, which one? The one here in town or the one in Columbus? The one in Columbus, the one in Columbus. Oh, okay. that has the big yeah. neon. Uh, the dairy, the old yeah. school Dairy Queen sign. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
I, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Of all the things you could take pictures of, I'm sure. Why does everyone keep going to that one if it's causing such an issue? It's neon. It's neon and cool. You can do a long exposure on it and it'll look neat. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. Yeah, that's all I've done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. I'm trying to think if there was anything else. I um, I mainlined all the Alan Wake games because I just got Alan Wake 2 the other day. Yeah. And I've only played it for maybe like a half hour. Mm-hmm. But to make sure I was ready for it, I mainlined the other two games in the franchise, the original Alan Wake and then Alan Wake's Which American I hear Nightmare. You, you, need to wa- you need to play those oh, to, yeah. to get well, Alan not, Wake. Well, yeah. not so much American Nightmare, but definitely the Alan first, Wake the 1. The first one. Yeah. I didn't realize there was the other one. It was like a, a Xbox arcade, like uh, downloadable. It's like a short game kind of thing. Yeah, right? kind of yeah. like uh, kind of like how uh, Scott Pilgrim got its start. Yeah, you. I mean, you can you can power through it in about three hours, but yeah. it's a fun three hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's such a great Alan Wake is a great franchise. It, it marries a good story with like really solid like video game gameplay, like super video gamey gameplay. <laughs> It's it's worth playing through the backlog for two, I think, too. Even though I've only played a little bit of two, it's amazingly good looking and more of a detective game than I had realized it was going to be. Oh, okay. I have never played any of the Alan Wake games. They're good. It's like a supernatural horror I mean, I, I, where I, you're a writer. Yeah. I mean I kinda picked that up for you know, for just through cultural osmosis, but yeah. And, he, and Alan Wake's kind of a hack writer, isn't oh, he? Yeah. He's like he's a ter- he's not a good writer. Well, he basically wrote uh, Max Payne. Yeah, within so many words, like the character from the books he he writes is called Alex Casey, and he's a hard boiled crime detective guy, mm-hmm. and he's a hundred boiled. He's a hundred percent Max Payne. It's, it's by the same studio that made the first two Max Payne, uh, so it's very like a right. Wink, but they couldn't nudge, use, nudge. they couldn't use the rights yeah. to it. Kind of like you yeah. know a, a wink at the camera. Yeah. At one at one point in the first one, you find a page from the Alex Casey books, and it is a hundred percent Max Payne metaphors. Uh huh. But it it gets extremely heady, and like he ends up like with the ability to alter reality through his own writing, and like it's really interesting and cool. Wasn't that kind of the premise of a Stephen King story? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a lot of Stephen King mixed with a lot of um. Oh, Twin Peaks. Ah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And isn't love- the guy from the studio, Sam Lake, isn't he the the facial model or body model for um, Alan Wake or something no, like that? No, he's Alex Casey in he's the new Alex one. He's Alex Casey. I so, see. So it even links him even more to Max yeah. Payne because Sam Lake was the face was scan of Max Payne. Of Max Payne. That's what it is. Okay. That's what it was. Oh, so not only is it an allegory... Uh, uh, Making kind of poking at Max Payne, he also just looks like Max Payne. Yeah, yeah. And at the start of the second one, you are an FBI agent, and your partner is Alex Casey, even though he was previously a fictional a fic- character. Right. So, like, what's going on there? Something Twin Peaks stuff. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Basically, yeah, huh. yeah. Wonder if they'll make a make a best damn coffee reference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they they talk about coffee and pie a lot, oh. a couple times. Of course. My yeah. my theory right now is that that Alan Wake has written Alex Casey into reality, into existence. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So the only other thing that I've really done this week is, um, you guys remember the Drew Carey show? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I found a bunch of them 
online oh. and I watched some. Does it hold up? Kinda. Kind of. Yeah. That's it's about- it's still fun. I mean it's very sitcommy. Oh yeah. That's about the best you could want from a sitcom is it doesn't hold up. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. It's it's interesting to me that um, it's never been re- other than beyond the first season. It's never been released on DVD anywhere because of they used a lot of licensed music for the oh. intro and during the show and stuff like that. And the uh, licensing would be a nightmare to try to work out in order to release it in an official capacity. Mm. Yeah, because I mean, this uh, starting with the second season, um, uh, I think it was Time Warp was the or something. Something was the theme song, and then after that was uh, Cleveland Rocks. I say I mostly just remember the Cleveland Rocks. Cleveland yeah. Rocks, uh, as performed by the presidents of the United States of America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I remember a lot of uh, um, the the one half of the good part of you know whose line is it anyway. Uh, Ryan Stiles. Yeah, there we go. Ryan Stiles was in it a lot. Um, Diedrich Bader is great in it. Oh, I forgot he was yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. He was great. And um, yeah, they're all... It's it's a solid show. Like, I remember watching it a lot when I was younger. Yeah. And it, I always, in my mind, that is like what I think of when I think of Drew Carey. Uh-huh. And then anytime I see him now, yeah. I'm like... Who is this man? <laughs> Who is I'm, I'm I'm glad he got healthy. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. I'm glad he is, you know, he's healthy, but who is this man? <laughs> I, I know I've watched it several on several occasions, but I can remember absolutely nothing about Growing it. Growing up, it was one of those shows that every Wednesday night, I think it was, there for the longest time. It was on for nine seasons. I yeah, didn't know it was I want to say because I remember seeing ads for it on UPN. Yeah. It, when I UPN, was watching Voyager. Was, right. And I think it was originally an NBC or CBS. ABC, ABC, ABC. It was one of those syndicated sitcoms that would play like on the the after school time. Like, uh, yeah, with the, yeah. Like with the Simpsons and like Friends. Yes. Yeah. The reruns. Yeah. But no, it was it was a fun show. And they did some fun stuff. Like they did a couple of live shows where they would perform at the show live for the East Coast and then turn around and perform it again for the for the West Coast. Like Thirty huh. Rock, did. like kind of like Thirty Rock yeah. did, and there was there were like a mystery. There was a mystery episode. I was like, you could solve the crime who, by who shot Mister Burns. Who shot Mister Burns? <laughs> yeah, they did a lot of gimmicky stuff in later seasons, but uh, uh, introduced the world to um, what's his name, Clive, not Clive Robinson. The he had like, whose line is it anyway? Yeah, original no. guy. The uh, the original it was yeah. yeah. Uh, no, the uh, the late show late show guy. Um, oh, uh, Craig Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. Thank you. Oh, yes, that's where Scottish he was. One. Yeah, that's where he was prior to. He's Mr. Wick. Oh, that's his, right. His boss. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I, I just, I just remember really liking that it took place in Ohio when I was a that kid. Was cool. I was like, I, yeah, that's pretty much how, where I live. That's yeah. pretty much how I was when I was made younger. references to it and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Even though it was Northeast Ohio and I had no frame of yeah. reference. Yeah, we're not from kid. there. We're yeah. not from there. And I rem- I forgot how much of the show was based around their side business, Buzz Beer, where they mixed coffee with beer and had a brewery in the in Drew's backyard. They made four loco. Yeah, basically. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. yeah. They, w- they, they predated the microbrewery boom by like... 10 years, 15 years. Maybe that's like that. where, all the, where all the IPA bros go. Uh, maybe. It. It, <laughs> it, they all, grew, well they all grew up watching the Drew Carey show. Carrie show. Exactly. Yeah. The, yeah. the Brew Carey show. I, oh. I, I want a, a pool table in my backyard that, that I would put be a cool. tarp over. Yep. 
And now I'm just thinking of it collecting rainwater and then making a habitat for mosquitoes, and I hate the idea of it. <laughs> I am so old. You gotta buy into the ma- the 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 uh, the magic of the of the fiction. <laughs> the most fictional thing about the Drew Carey show was that he kept that pool table in pristine condition in his backyard in suburban Cleveland. <laughs> It wasn't just buried in snow 80% yeah, of the time. Yeah, exa- exa- exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, hey, let's take a break, and when we come back, we're going to get into some news. Ed Sheeran, Beyonce, Drake, Taylor Swift. Not a single one of these music legends has any idea what our show Longplay is all about. I would bet that not a single one of these music megastars will ever Tune in to an episode of Long Play here on WZMO. But you can. I'm Greg Dunham, and I invite you to catch Long Play every Friday night at 11 or Saturday afternoon at 3 and give a listen to the radio show that 99.9% of all future Rock and Roll Hall of Famers will never hear. Hey, we're back from the break. Let's get into some extra spicy news. All right, so is there anything currently on the docket that we can use to distract ourselves from what we're going to have to do during the second half of this break? There's lots of news to talk about. All right, so let's talk about some things. Let's talk about some non-movie trailer news. They cast the Fantastic Four. They did. something. They did, yeah, they uh, on Valentine's Day. It's actually kind of a cute thing. Uh, Marvel Studios put out a... Really, really nicely um, illustrated, like old school kind of picture. It reminded of me of oh, what's it, his name? Sam Rockwell. It reminded not me Sam Rockwell, Norman Rockwell. Not Norman Rockwell. Norman Rockwell. Right. Sam, Sam Rockwell, Rockwell is an actor. Is an actor, actor from Russian. Moon. Close. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you mean from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Oh yeah, the original. He was, he was in that. He was in that. He was a teen punker in that. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah. Anyway, Norman Rockwell. Norman Rockwell. Anyway, the, yeah, there was a it was a um, illustration of the four cast members uh, who have been cast as the uh, titular Fantastic the, the Four, Marvel's first family. Yeah. So Pedro Pascal was one of them. He's in everything now. He's he literally is. in everything now. I hope we aren't getting too much oversaturation. He's I a, know. He's a, he seems like a great. He's guy. He's a great and guy a and, a, and a good actor. Luckily, the the show he's known most for, he's barely actually in that show. So. That's very true. <laughs> it's just yeah. his voice. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm pulling up the, the, the rest of the cast He doesn't here. even talk that much either. He doesn't, no. He's definitely the strong, silent type. Right. So we have uh, Vanessa Kirby as uh, Sue Storm. Vanessa Kirby, she's, I mean, the rest of these actors, they've done a bunch of stuff. Stuff, a lot of popular things I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. But uh, I know Vanessa Kirby as... Uh, the sister of Deckard Shaw in Fast and the Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. You would know that. I would know that. I think it's it's good that they're getting a Kirby involved with it. It, it, it is funny. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> that is good. Yeah, good good one there. Uh, we have Eben Moss Bacharach, who is playing The Thing, which is interesting because they, um, again, he's been in a bunch of stuff, personally haven't seen. But he uh, he is Jewish, and so is the Ben thing. Grimm yeah, he, from the the thing. He's so, one of the few canonically Jewish characters in Marvel. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it, it, this is the first time they've had an actually Jewish person play him in a movie. So that's kind of cool. I don't know if that was 
uh, uh, intentional, intentional, or just you know, it just kind of happened that way. Happenstance, happy accident, or whatever. It could have been a like we don't want to get canceled on Twitter, so that (laughs) is very possible as well. But either way, you know, I've heard I've heard good things about him. And the last one is Joseph Quinn, who was on Stranger Things. He was oh uh, Eddie Eddie Munson. Munson, Eddie Munster. Eddie Munster, yes, yes, the <laughs> tiny werewolf boy. No, but uh, but no, it's it's a good cast. I'm curious to see what they're going to do with the film from there. Like, what kind of story we're going to get? It's very clear that it's going to be set at least partially in ni- in the 1960s, right? Yep. Because yep. you you did some research on that, didn't yeah, you? Yeah. Uh, they they showed a picture of well, they took a blow up of the Marvel post, the Valentine's card, whatever. With yeah. them on it, and Ben Grimm sitting on in on, on a chair with a magazine, and it is a, a Life magazine, a Life magazine yeah. from 1965, with the president on it. They, you know, they, it's, it's a real magazine. It's the it's, it has like Eisenhower or, or someone on it. I think. I can't remember. Yes, Nixon. Uh, it's no. not. No, it's not Nixon. Kennedy. It's not Nixon. <laughs> it's not. No, it's, it's not, not Kennedy. It's not, I think it's Eisenhower. Yeah, yeah. But whatever. It, 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 regardless, it's regardless. a real. It, it was a real magazine from 1965. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the theory is that at least part part of it is going to take place in the '60s. Yes, and if the uh, costumes that they're wearing in that illustration is any indication of what they're going to be wearing in the movie, looks great because they're not superhero costumes. Nope. They look like old school uh, astronaut suits, kind of. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're more like kind of baggy suits. They yeah. look like they're almost like wool, like thick wool or something. Well, I also noticed on the uh, on the Pedro Pascal one, mm-hmm. his looks like it's designed a little differently. Yeah, so obviously it's designed with his stretching stretch powers. powers. They're in all going to have slightly different modified. Yeah, yeah. Sue Storm's not going to have her her four cut out. Oh jeez, yeah, like the the nineties <laughs> oh. boob window that she oh, had. Oh, that one yeah. was so yeah. dumb. that was bad. That was rough. That, that was, was rough. bad. Hey, did you see Larry David attacked Elmo on uh, <laughs> the morning show? Oh, it was like the morning, yeah, the, the morning show, show or early show or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. If anybody, kind of funny. if anybody was going to attack Elmo, I guess it I would guess be it would Larry be David. it would crank, be Larry David. cranky old Larry David. It, it was yeah. in front of Elmo's dad. Too. Yeah, that's that's, that's a funny thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Elmo's dad honestly didn't seem that bothered by it kind of upsetting how how little he was uh negligent parenting yeah. i guess yeah i, I mean he's always letting him run around that street alone <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean if elmo was my kid maybe larry david would be doing me a favor <laughs> oh. oh come on I i'm not a big elmo fan i'm honestly. always more of a grover guy myself yeah i mean grover's got a lot of personality yeah I mean, I mean, he's not. Elmo's not one of the original. He's not Sesame Street. He's Muppets, not. and there was a time he was popular, and he kind of took over the whole. Yeah, thing. he definitely kind of yeah. became like you know the the mascot of Sesame Street for a minute when it obviously was. It's been Big Bird forever. Yeah. So I'm. I don't know. Yeah, I was always more of a Cookie Monster or Grover. Yeah. Super Grover was great. Oh yeah. Or uh, or when we were really young, uh, the monster at the end of the book. Oh yeah, I loved that book a when classic, I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely a classic. Yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, classic <laughs> kids books, classic. I went on a Wikipedia deep dive. Uh, do you guys remember the sideways stories from Wayside School? Yeah. Series of books. Yeah. I was I I went on a Wikipedia deep dive, just kind of bouncing around from thing to thing the other night, and it like unlocked a bunch of memories because I read those <laughs> books a lot as a kid. And yeah, like Lewis, the the uh, the um, playground monitor 
and you know the the kid that was a bunch of uh, uh smelly raincoats <laughs> with a dead rat inside it or and stuff like it was like baby's first uh twilight zone yeah kind of stories. yeah 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 and uh yeah they were kind of cool i remember those yeah there are all kinds of books like that when we were younger yeah like everyone's kind of piggybacking off like all like you know the 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 i want to say horror but kind of like and they weren't really horror they off, were just kind of yeah weird. just off things like that yeah. that weird were, fiction. were <laughs> yeah yeah weird fiction yeah like goosebumps isn't necessarily scary it has you know fearful elements in it sure but i wouldn't exactly call them scary mm-hmm. yeah well kids like to think that they're being scared when they're when they're not, not kind of thing. Like yeah. It, it makes, it, you know, it makes you feel like you're the brave kid that read the Goosebump book. Exactly. I mean, yeah. 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 <laughs> or it makes you feel a little more, I don't know, a little more grown up, a little yeah. more, I'm reading I a scary story. Sure. Yeah. 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 And then you grow up into like, you know, Fear Street or make the next yeah, well, step like yeah, Stephen King. Are you, Are you afraid of the dark? Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. I, I, I wrote the pipeline, the Goosebumps to Stephen King pipeline. Mm-hmm. I, oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. We probably have time for one more non-trailer news. Disney Let's... bought a whole bunch of, of Epic Games. Yeah. Epic well, Games, the folks that make uh, a Fortnite. And they're also the owner of the Unreal Engine. Yes. Um, But yeah, they put it. That's the scary part. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They, Disney bought a, well. So 1.2 million or 1.2 billion? Billion. Billion dollars. I think it's with the B. Yeah. To basically be like, we get a say in stuff and you get a lot of our licensed stuff. I mean, good on good on it for. I mean, they practically were already there anyway. There's with a the, mil- with the Fortnite stuff. There's yeah. a, there's already a million, you know, Marvel skins, Star Wars skins, yeah, other properties owned by them. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But the them owning that much of Unreal Engine, the engine that powers a large number every of, game. Yeah. <laughs> actual video game. Yeah. 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 That it's means kind Disney of can have their hand in everything yeah, a it, little it's, bit. It's like Disney working their way into owning everything in video games, which is not. Or movie. And doing they're doing the same thing with movies. Yeah. And like it's becoming one one global, one globo corporation that owns everything. <laughs> everyone thought everyone thought the cyberpunk future was going to be Asian corporations. It's just going to be it's Disney. Disney. <laughs> Instead yeah. of the Atari signal, the symbol up on the, on the building, it's going to be the Mickey Mouse ears. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just imagining a Minnie Mouse in a hologram doing, oh. doing that bit from Blade Runner yeah. 2049. <laughs> yeah. 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 You look not- lonely. <laughs> Oh. It's not Arasaka, it's Disney. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right. Gosh, I'm a real person, not an android. Uh, uh, we we terrible we've put it off long enough. Goofy. That's all right. That's all right. We put it off long enough though. So, here we Here go. we go. This is what we've been teasing for this entire episode. Get get a goofy yell in, in the chamber. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so a little bit of a uh, preamble. Seven years ago, Josh and I did something very stupid on this show in which we each ate a fresh habanero, raw, raw habanero, habanero pepper and then tried to talk about movie trailers that occurred during the Super Bowl and Super Bowl commercials and too. Super Bowl at commercials, too. Yeah. At the time, it was a big hit. It was painful. We regretted it immediately, but it also became one of our most popular videos on YouTube. 
back when, when we had back YouTube. when we had YouTube. And you know, I remember a few months ago, Cody, you you requesting <laughs> that I, I did some big talk about doing the hot chip challenge. You I did. forget why. You did. Because that because it just came out and that was the thing. People yeah, were it doing. was the thing at the time. It yes. was the thing. Well, we've put it off long enough, my friends. We're sitting here in front of hot chips, <laughs> glasses of milk, and bread. And we're gonna talk about some movie trailers. <laughs> what brand is this is so this chip? This is East and Fury Craft Potato Chip brand. So this is not okay. the the official one chip challenge. I couldn't find that one, and ordering it online was prohibitively expensive. It's like, yeah, thirty bucks. That's like thirty bucks for one chip. That's, that's crazy. Um, months ago, if you recall, one of my check amounts was going to uh, Jungle Gyms down in uh, Cincinnati. I love Jungle Gyms. Jungle Gyms is great. I found these for six dollars a piece, and there's two chips in each one, so I have two packs. There's enough. For all three of us, so <sighs> let's let's look let's look at the paperwork here. Okay. We have welcome to the face off that will melt your face off, and then uh, the, and the pucker butt pepper company, which is gross. And, that is, and that, yeah. that name will probably be more relevant later after we've done. <laughs> that. Oh, it's an ad for they 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 sell entire bags of these: the uh-huh. smoky ghost pepper, habanero hickory barbecue, spicy ketchup, and creamy horseradish. Spicy ketchup actually might not be too bad. The horseradish might actually taste like steak chips. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. And steak chips are good. Steak chips are great. Oh, and we get a commemorative coin. Oh, we do? Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. We have individually wrapped, ready, aim, and fire. Now, they don't come with the gloves like the one chip challenge ones do, so maybe they won't be as bad. Maybe they won't be as bad. Josh, I'm, I'm there you are, sir. No, I have a cut on my thumb, so I got to be careful. Yeah, maybe about don't that. touch the uh, yeah. don't touch the hot chip with your open wound. <laughs> so we're gonna, well, I can. Oh. I mean, it doesn't smell like the horror, most horrible thing. Well, in the world. mine opened wrong. <laughs> that's you, no, that's you, you no, There's a across. there's a bit of spice to that. You gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta go across the top. I did, and it didn't work. There you go. Look, there we go. All right, all right. Okay. Oh, it's a kettle oh. chip. It's smaller. It's smaller I like than kettle I chips. Yeah, I like kettle I'm, chips. I'm not a kettle too. chip guy, but that's all right. We'll do it. Ooh, oh, ooh. oh, yeah. It smells uh-huh. not good. It's it's not gonna be tasty. Mine has a lot of spice on the one side. Mine I'm is terrified. Oh, mine's got a ton like down the middle. Yeah, like it's folded in half. It's got a lot of spice down the middle. Ooh, okay. So how okay. do we want to do this? Well, I think we're, what we're gonna do is we're gonna count down three, two, one, chew, wait for the heat to kick in a little bit, then start talking about. Stuff. Stuff. And I want a, a special shout out to our cameraman here. He's taking a video uh, so that we have this for posterity. If I throw up, I'm not helping clean it up. That's totally fine. Just try to aim away from the equipment. All right. Counting down. Ready? Three, two, one. Oh, that's immediate. Well, oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh my god oh, all right that's bad <laughs> oh that's a rough one. Oh. oh all right okay you're going oh, okay no. you're going in <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm not touching the milk yet we're we're i'm being a big man <sighs> oh oh that that's <laughs> okay the back of my tongue is on fire oh mm-hmm. <laughs> so there oh. is a trailer for deadpool it's deadpool and wolverine <laughs> the, the culmination of the Deadpool trilogy. His introduction into MCU. <laughs> into the MCU. 
Oh, it, does, it doesn't stop. Oh, nope. Going for the milk. Okay. The trailer looks great. It looks like they're going to be tying it in with the with the TV. Oh my god. The TVA from the TVA. Loki from Loki. Loki. Yeah. <clears throat> Which makes sense with all the time uh, hijinks he pulled ooh. at the end of two. Yeah. With cable stopwatch thing. Uh, this is the worst. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. <coughs> the, the milk only helps for literally half like a second. Half a second. Bread? You guys want bread? Bread is supposed to help. Mm. Yeah. Oh. I've already been going at the bread. Oh, this sucks. Oh. Um, but no, Wolverine and Deadpool looks great. We we just got a very this the tiniest touch of Wolverine. It's great. I can't wait for it. Okay, moving on. Twisters. The sequel or remake of the original Twister. Looks like it's going to be a, a remake, which is weird. Who's asking for it? Yeah. It's a classic movie, and it didn't really need to be touched. Is it that much of a classic there, really? Not really. I mean, people remember it. I mean, I really liked it when I was a kid. Me and my sister used to watch it on VHS all the time. <laughs> I like the ride they had for it at Universal Studios. That was neat. Uh, th thank you, cameraman. We have extra milk here. I appreciate it. <laughs> I remember watching Twister in science class because we had done a section on natural weather occurrences. Our teacher wasn't very good. So he was like, hey, we're just going to watch Twister. This is scientific enough. That's okay. I watched Gladiator <sighs> for a history class. Oh, oh yeah. The, the historic documentary. Yeah. In, yeah. In junior high, our science teacher had us watch Willow once for some reason. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Covered that. Wicked. Yeah, they're doing a movie for the stage production. We knew this was coming. It's alternate universe or um, prequel. Alternate to take on, on, on Wizard of Oz. Popular stage play. Apparently, it's uh, both. Um, it's taking elements from the book and the stage play. So it's both. And it's a part one of two. They don't talk about that. Oh. They're doing a Dune. It's a part one is of there, two. Is there that much there? Apparently. Maybe they're going to. They're gonna pull up Peter Jackson. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe they're hobbiting it. Yeah, which makes me sad Ugh. because that really didn't work for the Hobbit. It's starting to cool down a little bit I for keep, you guys. Yeah, I keep thinking I'm at the back end of it, and then it fires back it, up. I like a I get bit. a little tiny burp or something, and it flames right back yeah. up the back of my tongue. Uh huh. And the roof of my mouth mm. near my uvula. Yeah, is all on fire. Oh, and I hate it. Ugh. But no, Wicked, it looks fine. It looks okay. I, I you know, I'm, I, I didn't know that Jeff Goldblum was going to be the wizard in it. And that's, and he's like the main antagonist of the film. It feels like, which is kind of cool. It feels kind of like what they're doing with this is, I, I understand that's kind of the point of Wicked is to kind of humanize the Wicked Witch. Yeah. Yeah. But it almost feels like a Maleficent in uh -huh. a way where it's like, it's focusing on, you know, this is the villain of a pre of a of a established thing. I I like them humanizing the the wicked witch. I don't like stories that are like, what's the secret backstory behind these people? That's like you don't really need to like Wonka. The wicked witch is a wicked witch. Yeah. Wonka is just think, a magic man who does chocolate. Whatever. I think Maleficent was made in response to the popularity of Wicked. Uh, probably. Yeah. About it. That's a good point. It was around the same time as yeah. the, the stage play was getting real big. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Okay. X Men '97, the animated series, returning to Disney Plus. Yep. This is a continuation of the classic '90s animated from our childhood. Yes. Yeah. 
when you yeah. thought when you thought of superhero cartoons when we were kids, there are three you think about: mm-hmm. Batman the animated series, yep. Spider Man, uh huh, and the X Men. And the X Men, that's right. And Spider Man and X Men used to cross over and all the time. Yes, and Road Rovers. Yep, <laughs> Road Rovers, biker mice from Mars. Yes, street no. sharks. <laughs> street sharks. Um. Uh. But uh. But no. It has the janky animation, or at least mimicking the janky animation oh, style of the nineties. It's 90s. almost too clean. Uh, it is a little too clean. It's almost too clean. Like that. Like they ha- they 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 start the trailer off with the the end scene. Yeah. From the cl- from the original series. Yes. And that looked bad. Yeah. And then they, they probably shouldn't have showed him back. Although to, back. to be fair, the fifth season and final season of the original X Men animated series. They switched animation houses from Acom to uh, a much cheaper one, so the animation was significantly worse in that last season. Anyway, I mean, so this could be matching first season X Men animated series animation. That's true. I mean, there's definitely all the hard shadows. It, well, it's digital. I'm a hundred percent sure it's oh, digital yeah. animation. Oh yeah. And yeah. the original was cell, and that's why you and get they got a lot of and they got the a lot color of color differences. Um, yeah, but it's looking pretty cool. It's they got a, pretty they cool. got some of the original voice actors back. Yeah. Um, as many as they could. Unfortunately, some of them have passed on. Yes. It's, I mean, the show has been off the air for 16, 17 years. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Makes sense. Um. But finally, Josh, tell me about some apes. So a trailer for. The uh, new Planet of the Apes film, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the fourth film in the new franchise, and it's definitely picking up for you know from the footnotes of the last one where it was the fall of humanity and the rise of ape civilization, and we're getting into the whole apes hunting humans like in the opening of the original. Yeah. But apes still aren't there technologically. We're not quite to Ape City yet. And they right. Don't, they don't look like ape men like they do. No, there. they are They're definitely still ape they are still yeah. apes wearing you know, cloths and clothing. Cloths and, stuff. and clothing. Yeah. yeah, they're still very they're, tribal. They're talking monkeys. Talk, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cody, you mentioned this while we were watching the trailer before recording. I don't know if I could sit through the movie with them speaking as slowly as they do. Yeah. yeah. Like some of the apes were speaking normally and others were doing the apes together. Strong. Me, we, me, monkey. Yeah, that. Yeah, an entire movie of that would be too. I, I don't too think much. they were actually. They weren't doing like the broken English, me, monkey. But it was the same cadence. It was a that. very slow oh, yeah. cadence. Oh yeah. yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely that. I think I, I think I'm through the most of it. I am too. Yeah, yeah. I think we're pretty yeah. close. Which is funny because we're actually through the uh, the trailers as well. Whew. Guys, we did it. We you did know it. What? I thought it oh, would be. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, the burp finally got uh, me. Yeah. Oh, I think it wasn't as bad as I thought. Yeah, it was it's like be. a. It was a punch. Yeah, it was a punch. It wasn't like a slow burn. Like uh, the, the, the habanero was a slow burn. The habanero also had staying power, but, call, yeah. but also we, there was all that oil. <laughs> yeah, and the seeds stink, and it had a lot of stank on it. On it. Yeah, it did. <laughs> but no, this was like. You get hit really hard, and those first couple of minutes were like agony. Whew. But you know what? That's this was all right. We did it. It was it, guys. It, it, the habanero was <sighs> definitely worse. I think so. I think so. Which this, means does that mean next time we actually have to find a ghost pepper? No, no, no. <laughs> It'll. It would be like that episode of The Simpsons with that pepper. Oh, that, the Guatemalan insano pepper. That made, yeah. that made Homer literally yeah. have a spirit have journey. Have a spirit journey and talk to a, um, the, the spirit wolf yeah. voiced by um, 
Johnny, uh, Cash. Johnny Cash. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact <sighs> that like when he brought the pepper to his tongue, it li- it literally turned his tongue to ash. That's right. Yeah. I would maybe <sighs> maybe if we had some wings. Yeah, maybe you know would, what? Ooh, some ghost would, pepper wings. I would do wings, maybe. Okay, like if I find this, if I do, if I find the the uh, uh, hot ones, sp- hottest sauce, <laughs> and put some wings on it. I'm, now I'm just would thinking. Would you guys that, do now, it? Now I'm. Just, I mean, yeah, oh, yeah I'll eat wings. Yeah. I'll eat okay. wings. Okay, all right, cool. All right. Now I'm just remembering that 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 bit with uh, with Shaq where he just kind of touches his tongue. And it's like, ooh, ooh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we have one last thing for the show. We actually, believe it or not, we have a voicemail, which means I get to play the worst song on our soundboard. I think you mean best song. The Mailbag Day song. Mailbag Day! I'm a long play staffer downstairs here at the ZMO Satellite. Oh, I wonder now, who this you is. Know, I know you guys know like everything about stuff, but we at Long Play want to remind the members of Nerd Overload Nation that we have a chance to write something that we see as being long overdue. And uh, that's getting our friend of show, Peter Frampton, elected to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Look, just punch up vote.rockhall.com vote every day man we are like you guys say check it out (laughs) (laughs) all right yeah that was uh, a a random staffer from uh sister show on the uh wzmo network long play and uh yeah yeah um peter frampton is up to be inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame i, I can't believe he wasn't already uh, yeah, same thing yeah, same like, here. that's like uh that's off, one of those highly overlooked things i think as, off mic they were talking about you know you, you guys were talking about some of the nominees and stuff and i'm like they're not already well as, yeah as big as the uh record as frampton comes alive was and yeah like, kind of uh, like it made live albums a thing plus, and they didn't plus as a as a songwriter he was a he was big as well he wrote some of bowie's stuff i mean uh he, he was in humble pie he was in a lot of like super bands and his most popular work to date sergeant pepper's lonely hearts cub band the movie the movie <laughs> with the bgs with the bgs yes it was awful bgs <laughs> So yeah, um, yeah. If you get a chance, go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame website and uh, vote and vote. Let's get them in there. <laughs> Let's do it. Be the change you want in the world. And that's vote. that's right. That's the message. That is. <laughs> and with that, we're actually going to go ahead and wrap things up for the week. Thank you all for tuning in. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on our socials on Facebook, Twitch, sometimes. Instagram or support our Patreon. Promise we won't be uh, coming at you with these hot pepper challenges too much. <laughs> I feel so alive. Email, <laughs> email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. Give us a call on that Nerd Overload hotline. You you heard it work. The number is 419-561-5556. I almost said the phone number for my work. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. Finally, I'd like to thank Parker for helping us out finding some news for the show and David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff at davidpencil.com. 
So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Thanks, uh, cameraman. Yeah. Pepper out. <laughs>